next time. See ya. RTHK, the news at 1 o'clock with Andrew Shirovsky. Our top stories. Officials say the border reopening has gone smoothly as quarantine restrictions were lifted for the first time in three years. Mainland officials predict a surge in air and train traffic for this year's spring festival. And the police commissioner vows to clear up fake news reports on the force promptly. Travelers have been queuing up to cross the border to the mainland without quarantine restrictions for the first time in three years. By 11 a.m., some 9,000 Hong Kong residents were reported to have crossed the border at the Lok Ma Chao checkpoint. Some queued up from early morning. This traveler, surnamed Lee, was among the first to cross the border to visit her father. I want to go to the mainland to visit my father. He's 99, so I took the first train to Guangzhou. I'm really grateful that the government decided to drop the quarantine. Chief Executive John Lee says the border reopening has gone smoothly and the 50,000 daily quota for crossing the border is adequate. Speaking to reporters after visiting the Lok Ma Chao checkpoint, he says the quota isn't yet fully booked for the new year, for the Lunar New Year. But officials will monitor the situation to see if they need to review the numbers. As of today, the quota isn't fully booked. Even for Lunar New Year's Eve, there's still about a 1,000 left on the quota. I'll monitor the situation and liaise with Guangzhou and Shenzhen authorities to see when we can review the quota. Secretary for Security Chris Tang said that about half of today's quota had been booked up. The MTR says it's deployed extra staff at the East Rail Line and the Lok Ma Chao station. It added that trains to Lok Ma Chao will run at four to eight minute intervals. Here's Zhang Chikang, chief of the MTR's cross-boundary segment of Hong Kong Transport Services. In general, the overall operation this morning is uh, smooth and also in order. Uh, up to 11 a.m. this morning, we record around uh, 9,000 uh, 9, passengers using our stations and our service. We will continue to monitor our service and also the uh, operation to make suitable adjustments. Xinhua News says officials in Shenzhen and Hong Kong will monitor developments to plan the next phase of reopening, but gave no further details. Meanwhile, officials expect flights to surge 44% over the 40-day Lunar New Year period at Beijing Capital International Airport and Beijing Daxing International Airport, with 62,000 flights expected during the period. The North China Regional Administration of the Civil Civil Aviation Administration of China says it expects a total of 1,241 inbound and outbound flights at the two airports on Saturday, which marks the start of the spring festival rush. China Railway Beijing Group says it expects more than 9.93 million passenger trips on trains leaving Beijing during the spring festival, which ends on February the 15th. Police Commissioner Raymond Hsu says fake news about the police force must be cleared up within two hours to prevent confusion. Speaking on an RTHK radio program, Mr. Hsu says fake news targeting the government and the police force had a huge impact on the 2019 social unrest. He says his force has learned from this. Mr. Hsu says the police are also doing their best to improve their relationship with the public. Since the 2019 social unrest, we've been trying to reconnect with citizens, especially those who have issues with the police. We can see improvements. I'm pleased, but we still have to do more.
Overseas now, thousands of Israelis have taken part in protests against the new right-wing government. Demonstrators marched through the streets of Tel Aviv, banging drums and waving flags. Many accused the government of endangering democracy through planned judicial reforms, which would allow parliament to override decisions in the Supreme Court. Shlomo Harrell was one of the protesters. The new government really create a major and significant danger to Israel's existence and democracy. With the extremists that are there in the government, we see uh, with all the intentions of uh, putting forward legislation that will uh, ruin the judicial system, we are going soon to be like other countries that are dictatorial. And the weather forecast, cloudy, few rain patches, moderate to fresh easterly winds. The outlook, cloudy and windier, and it will be milder and more humid later this week. Currently, it's 19 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 48%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The United States has demanded an end to the execution of anti-government protesters in Iran. The State Department spokesman, Dead Price, condemned the hanging of two men on Saturday. The Iranian authorities have hanged four demonstrators since unrest spread across the country in September. Ardi Jameh is the head of the New York-based Center for Human Rights in Iran and said the men's testimony had been coerced. Every single execution, we see that the primary and the most significant evidence are self-incriminating confessions obtained under torture. Indeed, we know that one of the people who was hanged today was tortured heavily ahead of his execution to obtain these confessions. It's meant to be escapist television about the aspirational lives of incredibly wealthy and glamorous women, but the Real Housewives franchise, which films women in major cities across the world, seems to have become a hotbed of crime. On Friday, another of its stars was sent to prison, as the BBC's Charlotte Gallagher reports. Teresa and Joe Judice, the stars of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, said nothing as they left federal court. This morning, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane, maintaining her innocence. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw has been sentenced to six and a half years behind bars. The reality TV star From drunk driving, shoplifting, assault and fraud. Some of television's most glamorous stars have been charged with or convicted of a variety of crimes. The latest, Jen Shah from the Salt Lake City franchise, has been sentenced to six and a half years in prison for conning vulnerable or elderly people out of millions of dollars. She was involved in a telemarketing scheme which targeted the vulnerable. One widow lost her life savings. Another person with health problems ended up homeless. Shah talked about her legal troubles on her show, initially claiming she'd done nothing wrong. What I have been accused of is absolutely the complete opposite of anything I would ever do in my life. Another star, Teresa Judice, ended up in jail after committing fraud with her husband, while the lawyer ex-husband of Erica Girardi is accused of stealing millions of dollars from his clients, including the family members of those who died in a plane crash. It's all a far cry from the glitz and glamour the franchise professes to be about. The headlines do give the show's publicity, viewers and revenue from adverts, but some argue it's morally dubious to give real life criminals such a huge platform. 
The BBC's Charlotte Gallagher with that report. And to sports and in football, there were 21 ties played in the English FA Cup third round where the big guns put their reputations on the line against lower league opposition. Harry Kane captained Spurs against third-tier side Portsmouth and scored the winner, edging him closer to becoming Tottenham's all-time leading goal scorer. He's now scored 265 goals for Spurs, one behind the legendary Jimmy Greaves. Yeah, I try to not think about it. Um, sometimes I feel like if you think too much to, to try and achieve something, it almost goes the other way. So um, obviously I feel in good form, I feel fit. Uh, and we've got plenty of games coming up. So um, i just got to go into each game trying to help the team. That's always been my mindset and uh, hopefully the goals will come. There was only one major shock in last night's third round. High-flying Newcastle were beaten 2-1 to one at the third tier Sheffield Wednesday. Two other Premier League teams, Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth, were knocked out by lower league opposition in Blackpool and Burnley, respectively. And in the late game, Liverpool were held to a two-all draw by Wolves at Anfield. And there will be a replay in 10 days' time. And to golf and Colin Morikawa fired an eagle and six birdies to push his lead at the U.S. PGA Tour Tournaments of Champions to six strokes heading into the final round. Two-time major winner Morikawa is the only player without a bogey for the week. His eight under par 65 gave him a 24 under total of 195, six shots clear of world number two Scotty Scheffler, reigning U.S. Open champion Matt Fitzpatrick and J.J. Spawn. And to end the news, our top stories once again. Officials say the border reopening has gone smoothly as quarantine restrictions were lifted for the first time in three years. Mainland officials predict a surge in air and train traffic for this year's Spring Festival, and the police commissioner vows to clear of fake news reports on the force promptly. And that's the news, sports and weather, from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new
Simon! 